Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. I'm Pete Wright. I'm sitting here at the table with Connie Plowman, COO of Cadence Management Corporation. Hi, Connie. Hi, Pete. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. And John Patton, president of Cadence. Welcome back, John. Hello, Pete. Glad to be back. Another week in a row. This is fantastic. We have a, uh, a gorilla-sized project problem today. Uh, I love this one. It's, it's, it's practical and yet challenging. Uh, I, I can't think of a project manager that wouldn't have, have crossed this one at some point or another. So here's what it says on the, uh, on the card. Uh, Connie and I ask you to, to elaborate a little bit. How do you find time to complete operational tasks and get your projects done at the same time? That is a great question, Pete. Thanks for sharing. I in our world of trying to get everything done in a 24-hour period, we all have the same amount of time. And how we use that time effectively in terms of managing projects and getting things done is a continual challenge. In our methodology, I always have to be looking, is this the best use of my time in terms of what I have to do? What's on my plate? What's the priorities? What's the impact of the business? And so we have some great tools in the Cadence training in terms of workload balance and how do we get things done between operational things and ongoing projects. How do, you, uh, how do you prioritize between the two? I mean, from an organizational standpoint, what are you asking your, your staff to do? Well, um, Pete, I'll answer that. One of the things we make clear um, very early on in our training is that there is a priority difference between ongoing operations, what people call their day-to-day, -day and projects. And the day-to-day -day is somehow tied to bringing in revenue, and that's got to keep going. The projects represent change activities that are going to improve those operations. But in most uh, uh, organizations that are running projects, uh, and they have a heavy daily workload, uh, managers tell their people, get done with your day-to-day, -day and uh, when you finish with that, work on your projects. So projects is, are seen as filler time. When I don't have anything else to do, I'll work on a project. And how do they ever get completed? Well, uh, there aren't many projects going. Now, where this question comes from, uh, we often see, is that the company now starts to undergo fairly heavy change. And projects are being added and added to the workload. And there isn't time anymore for projects to be done after the day-to-day -day is done. And so we see people working a little bit on everything, and it looks like everything is going too slowly. So at, at that point, we then ask people to, to use a, a, a just a, a simple one-page tool that we provide them. Because the organization doesn't really know, usually at this point, about resource loading, which more mature organizations will, will do. We ask individual contributors to, on an 8.5 by 11 page, um, create a matrix which across the top shows upcoming months like January, February, March, and then down the left-hand side to list the projects that they're assigned to and to list their different operating duties. And then in each column, place the demand on their time that they think they're going to have from these assignments in January, February, and March. Expressed as a function of percentage or? Percentage, yeah. And, and not to try and parse it out so it adds up to 100%, but so that it overflows 100%. If my time were available to work on this project, it would demand 40% of my time, uh, for example. And then we also ask them to put in a, a line which you could call overhead 
that really wouldn't be either operations or projects, like going to training. It's really not operational, it's really not uh, project, uh, answering the phone, uh, working on emails, uh, those sorts of things, and it takes some capacity. Add up the total, show what your availability is. Who's making those decisions from an operational uh, perspective? Is it the functional manager, the project manager? How, do they, how are they working together to, to help direct staff in this situation? Well, when this one-page form is filled out by somebody that reports to me, then she and I can have a conversation about where they're spending their time, and maybe we will reprioritize the things that they are working on, because I may not be aware of all the different activities they have going on. In addition, projects that um, maybe started out small have expanded into larger projects and taken a bigger capacity of their time, so together we come up with the plan in terms of moving forward, but it's very clear what the priorities are. I'm very um, conscientious of the people's time, I and mean, that's all we have is 24 hours in a day, and it's wise to how we use that, and making sure we're, w we're working on the right things at the right time with the right people. Is anybody working a 40-hour week anymore? Probably not. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking on you my know, part, is that right? You know, and, and there's just people, uh, for people who are in the U.S., and this might be interesting to get some feedback from folks in an international setting, there's an unspoken agreement in the United States that people who receive a salary work somewhere between 40 and 50 hours a week before it's considered to be extra effort. You know, so you, you may work over an hour or two and, and, uh, and, and you put in 42, 45 hours a week, but it, it's not considered really to be extra effort until you're going over 50 mm -hmm. uh, because salaried people are employed to get the job done. Uh, in other parts of the world, there's an employment contract. And uh, depending on the job that you're in, it may be considered a professional job for which you get paid a salary, but jobs which we think are professional here in the United States and, and people take a salary for are still hourly international. And usually international, there uh, anywhere in the world, including the United States, for hourly people, there are laws that protect them. But there really aren't laws that protect salary so we have to collaborate with our bosses to let them know what our total workload is because they'll forget and, and they really can't know in, in the changing environment what's resulting from an assignment. Well, and for us to help protect them, we can we uh, uh, offer this, this form. Is it available on the website? It is available on the website. It's a free form. You can download it from cadencenc.com. And it's available for you to use an Excel spreadsheet to get started today. You know what? I will, uh, I'll also put it in the podcast feed. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're subscribing on iTunes, uh, it should be the next file that downloads for you. We'll, we'll go ahead and put that as a PDF for you. So uh, uh, thank you both for illuminating this, uh, this subject. It's uh, uh, one that ho we hope can, can help some people find a little bit more clarity in their, in their work schedule. Uh, this has been Ask Cadence. Uh, I'm Pete Wright for John and, and Connie. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Pete.